this is how the um, Phoenix Suns might must feel like when they're playing. Like, we got to play all these people and have no chance that we're still going to play? Fuck that. I feel bad for the Suns, man. I actually like their team. I love Devin Booker. And Dude, like, I love Devin Booker, but, God, he just gets screwed. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that team, right? He gets yeah. screwed because he's on that team. It's not necessarily him that's getting screwed. But, yeah, Phoenix many- Suns. I'm just saying. saying he's getting screwed in the sense of like he's stuck on that team and he's having phenomenal like years of his career right now, but he obviously just can't. That team cannot be carried in the West by themselves. So. Yeah, agreed. He needs to be in less Drake videos, is what I'm gonna say. He's he spending too much time. Lakers is what we need. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, we're not doing another Warriors. Fuck that. All right, not start a- recording so that we I can already get this- started. We're already started. Oh, okay. This is all. Because I was now. about to say, Devin Booker would be a great addition for the Lakers, but you know who uh, rumored, who you know who was rumored to um, possibly be joining the Lakers in the future? Who? The local prodigy from right here. Bradley Beal. Yeah, it was last week. I think that there were reports saying that the Lakers wanted him, but that the Wizards weren't even um, considering an offer. The Wizards are like, that's too good of a, uh, you know, we, we need something less. We want uh, uh, Gortad or someone in return, Mahimi. Yeah. Well, did you see, uh, I, I don't know if it was ESPN or Bleacher Report or somebody, um, did the top 10 first, first overall picks over the last decade? Yeah. yeah. And John Wall came in at number nine out of top 10. You know who the top two were, right? Well, Kyrie was number three, so I wanted to rub that into Gogia's face. Yeah, uh, number one was LeBron James, and number two was, I think, Anthony Davis. Yeah, so two of the Lakers, and then whatever. Kyrie at number three. Kyrie, whatever. This is another I argument. I another article that was saying, like, what Dwight Howard has accomplished over Anthony Davis, and after reading, like, how he led the league in rebounds and deep, uh, deep point three years in a row and got to the finals, like, they're like, what does Anthony Davis done? Which I'm like, I mean, that's kind of true. Like, maybe, maybe that guy needs to drop a little bit. I mean, there was there was a five year span where Dwight Howard was that dude, and mm-hmm. then like, then it just felt, then he got hurt, and then he never was the same. Dude, yeah, Dwight Howard was like almost a 99 on NBA 2K for like a few years in a row. Yeah, and like literally out of nowhere, he like just fell off. Like, ever since he started that Houston run with the Rockets, and then, like, it just kept – like, then he played for the Wizards, and if you play for the Wizards, you're definitely declining. Wait, hold on. No, no. He never played, okay? He never played. Oh, yeah, he never played. He never suited up. He just collected $2 million and left. It wow. actually started even before then because he wasn't good on the Lakers either, the first stint with the Lakers. I think that's where his downfall was. That's probably as soon as where, he went, yeah. As soon as he left Orlando and he went to the Lakers, he just went downhill. Was L.A. his first stop out, outside of Orlando? I think so. I'm pretty confident. You, you I think he went right. there, then, then he left to go to the Houston Rockets. I don't know if there was a team in between, but when he came to the Lakers, he was, like, awful. And then after he left the Lakers, he checked into rehab for his sugar problem. Mm. And then he went to the Rockets, and, like, I think it was, like, one or two games. Like, I remember watching. He came down. He looked like the old Dwight Howard where – in the first, like, two or three minutes of the game, he scored, like, 14 points. And then that was a one-game wonder, and then he was terrible again. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can we back up for a second? What mm. is sugar rehab? Is that not just called a diet? <laughs> he, he was like Lamar Odom, but even more where his Lamar Odom sugar was like I, – I know what you're going to say. I'm just – I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. making it on purpose. 
Because Lamar it, Odom was doing coke. That yeah, the different type of sugar. Wrong white powder. <laughs> but he was taking like insane amounts of sugar intake. Like yeah. what he was eating, it was making his body just like react like very lackadaisical. Was very slow, uh, and you can see it on the Lakers. Like he just looked like he he aged like eight years in his career. He just didn't run up and down the court, do anything, fatigue. The medical diagnosis for that is diabetes. I'm just going to say that. Dude, there was so much uh, high expectations for that Laker team, though, because in that same offseason, they got um, Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. They still had Pau Gasol. They had Kobe Bryant. And I think Meadow was playing the um, three yeah. position. That team, yeah, I was so Steve pumped. Nash, I was, too. And then it was, like, the biggest bust ever. It was Steve a huge flop. He never played. Dwight Howard sucked. And then Metal World Peace is Metal World Peace. So. Yeah. Meta, he climbed, he hit his peak the year before. And then since then, he just kept falling. Um, that was but, the season, though, that uh, everyone was giving Kobe shit that they weren't going to make the playoffs. And he's like, they're basically like, you got to win like the, like 95% of your next games to get in. And he's like, all right, done, we'll make it. And they made it. <laughs> yeah, he's a killer, man. I was so excited as not a non-Lakers fan that you guys sucked. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, all these all-stars, waste. Well, um, speaking of the Lakers, they got a chance again. Western Conference, we're going to break it down seed by seed. Um, is there anybody, starting from the bottom, is there anybody outside looking in that has a chance to get that eight seed? Five teams, technically. Ooh. Mathematically, five teams. Okay, okay. That's why I had to cut off the last episode because it was five teams before we even get into playoff seeding. Yeah. All right, let me, yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah, from the bottom up, so we've got the Suns, the Spurs, the Kings, the Pelicans, and Portland, 9 through 13, that are looking in on Memphis. That's in the eighth seed right now. Um, if we break it down by who's more likely to get there, um, they're all actually very close. So Memphis has uh, a 32 and 33 record, so they're almost around 500. Portland is at 29, and then you got uh, Pelicans and the Kings at 28, and Spurs at 27, and Phoenix at 26. So, truthfully, any of them could get in. It's not too widespread. Phoenix, Phoenix's chances are everyone has to lose every game, and yeah. they have to win every single game pretty much. And they don't so have anybody to help. Uh, well, they had like a top three pick Wait, just recently. Aiton's not bad. Aiton's not yeah. been playing bad at all. But they need more. He can't. He can shoot. He can rebound. He can play. But they need more than just Aiton. They they can't just do it with him. Like that's right. that's the issue, right? They have Kelly Oubre, um, for now. Well, he's he's out for the year. Is he out? Okay. I, I think he's out. And also, Lamarcus Aldridge is out for the Spurs for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um. So that really only leaves not that those two teams still can't make it without those players, but it leaves what should we do should we talk about who we want to get make that eighth seed Let, let's just say this let's say are we all in agreement? the suns are not going to make it their ceiling is lottery their floor is lottery right they yeah they're not in. agreed the spurs the spurs are in the same boat right like they have nothing yeah. to play for at this point right i don't think they'd make it yeah everyone's on board with that okay unless to be I, honest i don't even think the kings are going to make so the Kings are interesting because they're only three games back, and they have—I don't think they're going to make it, but they—they—they they at least have a better shot than the Spurs and the Suns. Like Agreed. Buddy Heald can ball. Buddy Heald can ball. All right. Like and and um, D Fox can ball. They both can 
put something together and win a couple games and like, hey, if they pick up a free agent for the rest of the rest of the um, year, they could sneak in. But I mean, it would be a stretch in my imagination as well. Right. Uh, Agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna make it. I I love Fox's game. Um, ever since coming out of Kentucky, I thought the Lakers should have picked him over Lonzo Ball in that draft. Um, but he hasn't done much. I mean, not that Lonzo's done anything either, but for the most part, he's been kind of, I mean, he's been playing well for a rookie, but being a lottery pick as he was, I expected more. Yeah, I expected him to play, honestly, like on that John Wall level. Like, he, they always show his quick speed, coast to coast. He, I mean, he's got it. Um, he's got those flashes. He can throw it down. He, he plays very similar to John Wall, but he hasn't consistently done that or – Maybe he still needs some time, but I, I, I really thought he would look just like John Wall coming out the way he played. Yeah. yeah. To credit to John Wall, he was a rare athlete coming out. Uh, sure, they both went to Kentucky. Sure, they both played at um, the point guard position. But even as much as I shit on John Wall, he is a very, very supreme <laughs> talent. Um, so I, didn't, I wasn't expecting Fox to be that good. But I was at least expecting him to be a little bit better than what he's shown. And um, not that I watch every Kings game to have an accurate assessment of what he's been doing, but um, I just haven't heard as much buzz from him as I, as I would have expected. I also think part of the problem is, like, Marvin Bagley never, like, panned out. Like, mm-hmm. his, like he, was a, he was a lottery pick, wasn't he? Or he was a top 15 pick. And, like, he didn't pan out either. So, like, I don't know. I mean, he's still young, so I, I think that's, like, a – too much of an indictment on him. But, yeah, no, I think that we're probably all in the same boat of, like, somehow they could sneak in to the first round but then get swept somehow. Okay. Like, if they – if right? Like, if they get in, they're getting swept. It doesn't matter who they play. Yeah, but I think the verdict for me is they're not making it. Fair. Yeah, I can, I can go with that. All right, so then who do we have left, JK? Okay. So then we got the Pelicans, who the personally Pelicans. I feel I, – I feel like – New Orleans is going to make it, in my opinion. And, I hope they do. Yeah, I, I would love to see New Orleans make it in with, like, Zion, the hype and everything. If they are able to make it and Memphis goes down, I would say Zion has to be rookie of the year. You can't win yeah. rookie of the year on eight games. You can't. You just can't. You just <laughs> yeah, cannot win everything that he came in. <laughs> no, nah, he can't win on eight games. That's, that's so disrespectful to Ja. That's, that's ridiculous. I get it, but it's like, bro, like, you came in and you changed the whole team. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, the team was good enough to be fighting for an eighth seed without him, that means. What has been their record since he joined? Does anybody know? Uh, because that was the argument against him when the season was going as planned, that he wasn't going to have enough games at the end of the season to be considered uh, eligible for the award. But now, after COVID, he definitely doesn't have enough games. Um, so the fact that that argument existed before the season got cut off, um, it just emphasizes more that, unfortunately, he's probably not going to win it, even though, like, talent-wise, he may be worthy I mean, of it. it. It's definitely disrespectful if you, if you don't give it a job at this point. I mean, the but, uh, during the, one of the episodes we did, right, of the NBA Awards, and we had this argument about, yeah, he's playing great, but man, if you don't if you don't have if you don't even play half the season, like mm-hmm. I, can't count, I can't count that towards that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't look. I like Jaw a lot, and I really want to see him in the playoffs. I I can't disagree that having Zion in it will make it. Imagine it being Zion Lebron first round. 
Like It'd be fun. The, I honestly think, like, this is my hot take. I think they did this eight-game thing to see if they could get Zion in. That's, like, the only reason they're doing this. There's no other reason in my mind that they would do That's this. That's smart of them, yeah. It's not a great storyline. It's, it's not to see Bradley Beal in the playoffs. Let's be really honest, right? It's right. just to see Zion get in it there. Would be, it would be one of the funnest, like, first-round matchups to watch. Just watch them go at it because – Right before uh, COVID and all that, like, we, we watched LeBron and Zion go at it. Obviously, then, like, LeBron went against the Bucs and then the Clippers. But that first first meeting of that, that was fun to watch, just watch them go at it. But, yeah, it, it would be it would be, it would be be a lot of fun to see how far Zion could try to win a game or two. We have breaking news coming in related to this topic. Trevor Ariza opts out of finishing the rest of the season, and he's obviously a forward for the Blazers who are one of these teams that potentially could sneak into that eight seed. Um, and Damian Lillard was one of the very few, first few people, right, to say that he wouldn't want to play if his team doesn't have a chance? Yeah, he was. He was. No, but he would – he's playing now because they have a chance, right? They have a chance, yeah. But losing yeah. Ariza is huge. That's one of their starting better players, a veteran presence on the court. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting that he would do that. Okay. Well, they – yeah, yeah, that that is interesting because they just got back Nurkic and Zach Collins, which with them and Lillard and CJ McCollum, like that's a solid freaking team coming back, uh, which is the next team above the Pelicans, where I think it's going to be a fight between them. Do you well, wait before we? I, I'm, before, I'm reading more into this Ariza thing. Do you do you know why he's opting out? Something about visiting his son. It's it's a custody case that he has over his 12 year old kid. I'm not going to blame sense. him for that. Like, no, no, for sure. Even if you are the one seed and like when it comes to family, like you athletes too often put sports ahead of family and I would yeah. never. So uh, you yeah. can't blame him at all for that. Um, but but I'd say that's a huge hit for that team. But before we go to the Blazers, I just want to ask mm -hmm. what, what for the Pelicans, right? The, their floor, they're most, they could make it. Like we don't, they're very much on the fence of making it. Let's say they get in, right? Let's for fun say they get into the eighth seed. Yeah. How many how many games are you giving them with the Lakers? Let's say the Lakers at, at, at are the number one seed there. Go I ahead. give one game if that. One game. So I mean five game series at max. Five game series. Five game series. Yeah. I say they take them to six. I think um, I think it's sweeper one. That's it. Max I think it's a one. sweep. I think Brooms will be out. I think Brooms really? will be out. Really. Yeah. I don't know, man. What's his name? It's physical. Zion. First sweep of whoever plays LeBron James in that first <laughs> round just gets destroyed in the last 13 trips. He's never he's never failed, and I think the most a first round ever gets is like to Game Six, and that's in, I mean, two games. So I don't know. I don't think they're good enough. They're they're just not good enough. Dallas Mavericks versus Golden State Warriors. Yeah, Aaron Davis. Don't yeah. ever think the eighth seed is out. Um, but yeah, I don't think yeah. they're going to win it, but I actually think they provide a tougher matchup for the Lakers than Memphis, who's currently at the eighth seed. I agree with that. The I, only I thing that. that I would give them, and this is what I'm going to state regarding the Lakers matchup, is the whole, I would say the, the Pelicans are obviously the younger team. You know, they are they don't need as much rest as the Lakers do. I'm not saying that the Lakers are old. It's just their main player is old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, you don't – you have playoff experience. It's a different game in the playoffs. It changes. Yeah. You play in somebody seven times, 
or at least four times back to back to back to back. That, it's different. I, I, I'm, that's the only reason why I'm saying there's going to be no sweep. All right. Uh, let me clarify. I still think the Lakers are going to win. Oh, I thought but, you were. I uh, thought you were talking about an upset over here. I was like, you're wild. I think. I think one of the big things is right. Zion. Zion Williams is playing pretty awesome, right? But he's scoring 75 or 80 percent of his scoring is in the paint of him just dunking or just coming off of a screen and rolling in for a dunk, whatever. You you don't think that between LeBron James, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, uh, Dwight Howard, Howard's gonna be there. But if he's there, like. They wouldn't put any of these two or three combos on the court to make sure that Zion absolutely is not going to get an easy dunk. And I'm telling you, he's not going to be able to dunk against JaVel, uh, JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard. Those guys are ridiculous at blocking at the rim. Like, especially JaVel McGee. I hate the guy, but he's really good at defense at the rim. So, And you cannot forget Jared Dudley. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but those guys are there for that particular reason. Like, when they need to play that big ball around the rim, Zion is not going to score his 20, 25 points that he normally does. He's going to have to shoot. And if he shoots and he makes it, fine. That's where they take the one game. But I don't. he hasn't shot that much. All of his shots are inside the post, 75, 80% of them. So. I feel you. I feel you. Okay, then let's go to the Blazers. Let's talk about the Blazers. Because they're the ones within – they're also they also have 29 – no, they only have 29 wins. I say only, but um, they're in the ninth seed right now. What do y'all think about them? We already just got word Ariza's not playing. Carmelo is also not playing. So it's last year's team all over again with Hassan Whiteside. I didn't know Carmelo wasn't playing. Why isn't he playing? He originally said he wasn't going to be playing, I thought. Oh, I did not know that. Interesting. I don't Um, think that's a huge loss, to be honest. Like generates offense. Generates offense, but makes – like he makes – I remember – I think it was me and Pete were watching this game together, and like – he, it was just like I'm actually about to talk about that. <laughs> it's like he has the ball. There's a guy open. Shoot. And it's like, what? Why? I love he's, that. He's gonna do either as good or as much harm to a team. Offensively, yes, he's there, but he hinders some of the playmaking abilities because he, he wants to play that solo ball or defensively, sometimes he doesn't care anymore either. He's he's that veteran player. He just he's there to play offense. So if that's what you're lacking, he can provide that to you, but you're going to take a hit in all those other places. So it's like 50-50. You don't – I don't know. Without him being there, you probably can do just as well is what I think. Too. He's on the wrong team right now. For, like, the playoff run, he's on the wrong team, in my opinion. Like, he should be on a team that, like, needs in, like, a late, like, third quarter, needs to just generate offense. He needs to be on that kind of team. And I don't think, I don't think the Trailblazers are that team. They need someone that's going to run the offense in the third quarter. And like get the get the ball to the right person, the right place. Not like just jack up like a, a long two and you're like, the analytics, man, the analytics. Why? Take one step back. Damn it, this is in the Olympics. Um I I've liked yeah. him there. He's played well. I he had that, I don't know, three or four year stretch where he was on the Knicks and it felt like the Knicks were always playing on Christmas or some like primetime game. And it was just electric, the atmosphere. You can like sense it through the TV. And, like, he just had the ball somewhere along the three-point line. And, like, you knew he was going to jack it up. And then he jacks it up. He does this little thing here. And it just, like, everyone goes crazy. I always have that, like, that, that, that Carmelo was That Carmelo was fun. I'm not going to lie. It, it was, was awesome. fun to watch. It was great. But, like, not in the play. <laughs> huh? Yeah. That Carmelo is gone. Yeah, yeah that Carmelo is gone. gone. He, like, 
Carmelo in his prime was a really, really like excellent player. That Carmelo's gone, but Carmelo himself doesn't know that he's gone. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, oh shit, I didn't make it. And and NBA rules say that he can't wear a hoodie. He can't be. You can't have hoodie mellow out here from the playoffs from the for the offseason. All right. So what's their floor? What's their ceiling? I think they could. They. I mean, at most, it's a it's a first round sweep. That's as far as you go. I mean, I honestly don't think they make the playoffs. I think they have less. I, I think that when they make the schedules, they're going to make them slightly easier for the Pelicans, in my opinion, to get, to get them in. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that the Pel- – I don't think that the Trailblazers make the playoffs this year, unfortunately, especially after last year's exciting playoffs they gave us. I don't, I don't think they make it, sadly. I wouldn't bail on Dame. Like, that, if it wasn't for Dame, like, if it's just like, all right, CJ McCollum and you have Ariza and you have – all these other guys coming, I would say, you know what, like, they can't make it. But, like, because it's Dame, I'd say, like, I, I got to believe in the guy. I would say there's a, still a chance for them to make it because of him, and that's it. How much do they win? I'd say the same amount as the Pelicans. I think it's, like, a five-game series where they, mm-hmm. where they lose. I'm, I, I, I would be really hard for me to give them that one game, to be honest. I, I, I like Dame a lot. I just don't – I don't know. Reese's law sucks. I agree with JK. Like, now that I think about it, when you picture Dame, he's got that tenacity where it's almost – he's got the pride. He won't allow himself to be swept. Um, so, if they can make it to the AC, which I agree, is their ceiling, then I'm look, you're looking at one, maybe zero win. But I will, I will give him that one win because I don't think out of just pure pride, he'll allow his team to just get swept like that. Yeah, I think – I think that uh, I don't think that they make it to the eighth spot, but they're within the four games. So they they play the they do the playing tourney where Dame comes alive. So he goes two and zero there. He mm-hmm. comes into the Lakers. I'm assuming he's playing the Lakers. Yeah. So he's going to take the eighth seed. He comes in and steals one more game with that fire, but then that's it. Then it's put out. The Lakers shut him out after that. That's their ceiling. Yeah. They may not make it, but that's their ceiling. That would actually also be an exciting like. If they're going to do the playoff game, like the the tournament into the playoff, Dame versus Ja, that'd be exciting to watch too. That would be fun. That that would be a lot of fun. I think that's what it's going to come down to, and D Lil will show up like he always does in that first round. Like he just, dude, he's a killer, man. He he just he takes it to the stretch and then he puts teams out. Like that's that's what he does. I mm-hmm. love that. I just don't. I mean, hearing Trevor Reese is not going to be on that sucks. Like. They knew Melo was already gone, so like that's gonna that, that, that hinders team, that team has regressed because that team was a solid well, Western Conference contender somewhere in the middle of the pack, and now them looking out, it's they've definitely regressed despite still having their two main pieces. Um, so they need to mix it up. I don't know what they're planning to do this off season. Who knows what this off season will look like given the uh, worldwide circumstances? But they need to fix something because. Well, um, Nurkic, Nurkic went out last year yeah, late, so like, out. yeah, so yeah, so that's they, what yeah, that was a drop. Exactly, that was a drop off. And I mean, you have Hassan Whiteside as your backup center. It's like not a terrible situation either. If he's your backup, mm-hmm. your starter, I don't think he's a good enough to be your starter. But to be your backup, that's pretty pretty decent situation. But all right, I mean, I think we all agree this is not going past a first round. That'd be very shocking. No, I feel like. You two might not be showing up for a little while if that happens, if they make it back. <laughs> uh, so let's hope it doesn't happen. Uh, all right. So the incumbent eighth seed right now is John Moran's um, 
Memphis Grizzlies. They are in the lead by three and a half games right now, right? Yeah, three and a half games um, coming into Orlando. What do y'all think? <laughs> I'll take this one. Go for it. I think it's a definite sweep if they keep that, if they keep that seed and the, the lowest, they don't even get it. They, they get knocked out. Simple as that. I, I don't think do you, do you think they make the playoffs? I think the high of the high is they make the playoffs and they get swept by the Lakers. Uh, and their low is they don't make it. Like, simple as that. But what do you think is going to happen? I, that's what I'm interested in. What do you think is actually how it's going to play out? Well, based off what I just told you last round, I, I don't think they make it. I think okay. Portland comes in and does the play in and they beat okay. them two games to get in. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's why I was like, it's pretty straightforward from what I just left off on. I'm like, yeah. I think if they do, if they get there, they get swept anyways. Okay. That's what do you fair. think, JK? I'm going to. Number one, I don't think that they make it. I think I definitely agree with uh, your philosophy of saying that the NBA is going to try and rig the system to make the Pelicans make the make the playoffs. That's what number one thing is going to happen. Number two, Memphis, I think, loses it. it. It's going to be between Portland and it's going to be between the Pelicans, in my opinion. And somehow, if they do make it, yeah, it's a guaranteed sweep. They don't match up well with the Lakers at all. I could also see the Grizzlies slipping out of the eighth seed, which I think to the league surprise has been a great storyline for them this year. Um, John Morant, especially with Zion being out the first half of the season, um, the emergence of John has been an awesome storyline for the NBA to cling their hat on and to get viewership um, until Zion came back. So if it is rigged, and like I've been a proponent of professional leagues being rigged for a long time, but I wouldn't necessarily assume that the NBA would want the Grizzlies out because Memphis has given them a good storyline all season. But I could see them slipping. I could see them either starting slow or these other teams uh, underneath them just kind of catching them by surprise and um, flip-flopping spots with them. So ceiling is they stay where they are. I don't know how close they are to the seventh seed on if it's even a possibility teams, for them. They're literally yeah. have to win out and they'll yeah, lose. Yeah, so that's not happening. Yeah, the ceiling is they stay where they are. They get swept by the one seed. Um, but the floor is they could see themselves out of that spot and going home early. So this is what I think is going to happen. I think, I think the NBA wants to maximize everything they have, especially in the first round because we, we may not get a finals, right? Mm -hmm. This is what they do. Portland will get like these great matchups like for TV, but not for them, right? They miss the they miss, they drop out to the tenth seed. The ninth seed will then become the Pelicans. They will be within those four games. There will be a Jaw Zion tournament, right? I don't think Jaw comes out of that. He has no help. He has zero help, right? Mm -hmm. If you just look at the two teams, then you see Zion LeBron. That's how you maximize the dollar. I'm just saying, yeah. that's how you maximize dollar. Um, but no, I think they keep, I think they find a way to at least get a tournament out of it. I think they'll win enough to get a tournament. They're three games ahead. So they just have to win a few games to keep it, like yeah. just to make it to the tournament. So they had that cushion. Did you guys know that John Morant is the third, he's the only the third rookie since 1947? to lead a team in points per game and assists to a well, uh, playoff team to uh, lead in points per game and assists. The other two were Elgin Baylor and Jordan. That's how good Ja averaging almost, what, 18 points and seven assists a game. Ja so almost – go ahead. So what I'm hearing is – Ja is Jordan. LeBron. 
Huh? Better than LeBron. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How yes. do you move just JK? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jaw is almost like jarred in Jordan, right? I'm saying. I don't know. And moving too, on. <laughs> it makes too Who, much sense. Uh, who's at the seventh seed? It is Dallas, and they're for them to lose their seating, they'd have to go zero and eight. They would yeah. have to go zero and eight, and everyone would have to like. I mean. You have to go zero and eight. They'd probably be in a play-in game. So. Yeah. So Dallas, yeah, they're. We're, I mean, I wouldn't assume that. Yeah, they're going to drop to eight, or any of these other teams go eight and zero for the most part. But they're actually tied with fifth and sixth place with OKC and Houston all at forty games. So that's what they're really playing for is the top but, half. Um, but they also have more losses. They played three more games than those teams. Yeah, I agree with you, but I'm saying best case scenario for them is to try to win out and move one of those seeds. Right, right now they'd be playing the Clippers, which <laughs> you don't want to play the Clippers. So yeah, agreed, agreed. So what do you guys think is going to be the outcome of their? Is Porzingis ready to play if the season yeah. picks back up? I I mean Porzingis was playing before, but he was on like a minutes restriction pretty much. He's right, and now he's had what four months yeah, off. He, Actually did play, and I remember he was actually doing all right. He was yeah. playing up like 15, 16 points a game. Um, but, yeah, he was just on a minutes restriction, which is a good thing during this holdout. He should be back, you know, to being able to play full-time conditioning. You know, who knows? But Okay. So that, that, that obviously helps their case because he's a talent. So, yeah, floor for me then would be probably where they are. I don't see the scenario where they lose enough to have to play on the eighth seed and then have to play a play-in game. Yeah. Um, but at the seventh seed, they're playing either the Lakers or the Clippers. So as good of a talent as Porzingis is, um, and the other players, and I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't, they're not going to be able to be either of those two LA teams. I mean, yeah, agreed. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win. They'll, they'll give them a little bit. They'll win a game. They'll win a game when, Maybe they'll win their first two at home. That's that's at most that could happen. This is Luca's first playoff appearance. Yes, this is also KP's first playoff appearance. They didn't do Damn. anything yeah, in, in, on the Knicks. So that was all, remember Mellow Mellow. That was Mellow's team. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> that's man. their their floor and their ceiling is the same. Then it's a seven seed. They're not. I don't think they move up. I don't think they move down. They can move up. I mean, they're they're tied with Houston on wins. Yeah. The three more losses. Disappointing so. for Houston. KD and Houston, they're tied, but the, like J.K. said, they played three more games and three more losses there. Yeah. I think yeah. they stay. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I mean, they're out of the first round. There's no way. It'd be shocking if they made it out of the first round. I mean, it'd also be shocking if I they didn't they, make it the first round. Yeah, I think their goal really is to shift however you can shift up. I mean – yeah, you, you just don't want to play the Clippers. If they play the Clippers, I think they get swept. I don't even think it, it's close. The Clippers are just crazy on depth. Um, I think it's four and zero. Their best case scenario is they need to get that fourth or fifth to be able to play somebody else. Like that—that's what they have to do. If not, ceiling is they stay where they are and they get swept. Yeah, I mean, I think the amount of games they win—not saying they win any, like win the make it out of the first round. The amount of games they win the first round comes down to how healthy is KP. How, how healthy is Porzingis? Because in he is a matchup nightmare. He's a seven-footer yep. that can post you up, take you to the three, and he has a little bit of handles, and he has a vision. Like, what more can you want? Maybe that can, mm-hmm. that's the difference in winning one one or two games and or getting 
swept and being blown out every single one of those games. I mean, but, he can play, catch some fire to help out. Yeah. Just like, it's a pretty nasty duo. Like on any given night, both are, could drop 30, you know, 25, 30, you don't know. So, yeah, if they can get like one more young piece in this draft or through free agency or something, you imagine like Devin Booker on this team. Dude, they'd be so uh, dis- could have a nice trio, some younger guys, like nice trio that could play together, get a couple years in them, and try to develop that. Uh, I guess like the Warriors, you know, they played together yeah. a couple years. Yeah. Even like Tim Hardaway Jr. has been playing well this season. Seth Seth Curry played better than his brother this season. I know his brother didn't play, but like he played better, right? <laughs> you can't. Seth yes. Curry did play pretty well, dude. He he, he yeah. shooting the same percentage, I think. Uh, from threes, from a career standpoint, as Steph Curry, too. There you go. On less threes, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think we said that he shot like 20% of them out. That Steph <laughs> was like, hey, 20%, but still shooting the same? All right, just tell him to shoot more. <laughs> right? He's doing it on a percentage basis. Doing it efficient, right. just shoot more. <laughs> All right. I've, anything else? JK, what about you? What are you thinking? Uh, I mean, I kind of agree with everyone. Uh, in the sense that, like, you know, like, they got two really good players. They both have to be healthy and make sure that they're good in order to have a chance. But against the Clips, they don't really stand much of a chance. Like, it's – that team is all defense. And I feel like Luka is just going to be, like, kind of, like, not be able to do anything, really. Dude, it's going to mostly be on Porzingis. You're trying to avoid the seventh or eighth seed if you're in the West. That's the last spot you want to be. You either want to be out of the playoffs – or you want to be at least six or better um, because seven or eight is just going to be embarrassing. I really hope they find a way to move up to six and Houston drops. I just would love to see that. So let's talk about Houston because I was about to get to this. It's embarrassing that they are where they are. Like they gave up all that they gave up to get Russell Westbrook. And you're telling me they're basically tied with uh, Oklahoma City who has an older Chris Paul and who has all those assets now and who possibly could get trumped by a number seven seed Mavericks. Like, that's, that's pretty bad, dude. And, like, I don't know. about uh, This might be a topic on its own one day, but we were talking about this earlier. James Harden is a one of the most prolific scorers I've ever seen. But look at the players that Houston has gone out of its way to try to get in their primes. At one point, we were talking about Dwight Howard. And, I mean, let's say Jeremy Lin's not going to be up to par as these other guys I'm about to list. But when they got Jeremy Lin, they paid him big money because he was a big player at that time, or at least he was perceived to become one. Um, Chris Paul, they got him at a great time. Uh, Trevor Ariza was a very low-key, great addition from Washington Wizards. Um, and who else, man? Like, they've had a bunch of people. Carmelo was there before. Um, I mean, he's still putting up points now, but we were talking about he's not the same player as he is now. He was closer to being that player when he was with Houston. Um, Nene was a great piece that they had. Um, and now Russell Westbrook. And so, like, even with Russell Westbrook, a six seed. They tried to Clint Capella to try to go play small ball. Like, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work in the playoffs. Like, I get it. I get what D'Antoni wants to do during the season. But, like, why? How is that going to work in the playoffs? Like, how? James they Harden made, don't play defense as it is. So, like. Dude, they made the mistake because D'Antoni was playing James Harden at the one for the first time in Harden's career before they went on and got Chris Paul. And if you remember, Harden was putting up crazy numbers, like yeah. insane. I mean, he had the ball 90% of the possession of the time. Um, but, like, it was working. Like, they were winning games, and Harden was required to do a lot, but he could do a lot. Um, but then they started getting Chris Paul, and they started mixing it up. Like, 
they moved Harden back to the shooting guard, and it was it's never been the same since. They, you know what they need? They need to get a guy that is a three and D guy, like like when they had Trevor Ariza, but kind of younger. They get him something like that. So so what's his name? James Harden doesn't have to do so much. Like I mean, so then his defense is hidden. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. His defense, mm-hmm. defensive, terrible defensive plays hit him because I mean Russell Westbrook like. Russell Westbrook can go like six and thirty-two and think he's the best three-point shooter of all time. Like this is the worst combination of players, in my opinion, that there has been since AI and Carmelo. Like this is that that situation where you think you're gonna win games because that's a lot of points. But yeah, who who you only have one basketball. So what's their ceiling for you? They're not making out of the first round. No, like they're not. Okay, I don't think they go past the six seed. I don't see it happening. So they they're stay where play. they are, and they're, they're a first-round exit. They're going to play the Nuggets, and they'll take them to six, seven, but they're not going to win. Because okay, stay James where Harden, they are, first-round exit. To be honest, I think they could fall to seven, and then they get swept. That's I, their floor. Okay. But it just – it really depends on who their schedule is, right? Like, that's where I'm like – I'm not going to say that because they could just be playing some East teams, and they'll win some games. JK, you think their first-round exit, that's their ceiling? I don't. Uh, I definitely do think that they can beat the Nuggets. Okay. Um, it's I know Gogia, I know, but like I feel like if they play the Nuggets, they get to the second round. If they play the Clips, they definitely lose. That okay. that's where I'm at. I, I Higher think, ceiling then. Higher ceiling than what Gogia is saying. What's their floor? Yeah. You think um, they drop to the Mavericks? Their floor, or they stay at six? Worst the case the floor is they drop to seven. Yeah. Okay, so you do see a potential for them falling. Yeah, I, realistically, I don't. I don't see it. Like, I see more likely that they get to the second round and they beat the Nuggets. Okay. Pete? That's what I'm mostly seeing. What do you think, Pete? I don't see them dropping. Um, I see them. So, Houston, OKC are basically tied, right? And then Utah's one game out of reach. So, we don't know who they're playing yet, but – I could see them moving up either to the fourth or fifth seed where, or flipping to Utah. So one in between there, I think they end up playing maybe the Jazz, which is best case scenario for them because um, Bogdanovich is out as well. So I think if they want to have a good first round, I think they try to get to that fourth, fifth seed. They're within a game, so it could go any way. We don't know. Um, but I think they end up – one one tier up, so somewhere between four and five. They play the Jazz because they can flip each other. It doesn't matter. If they play the Jazz, they get out of the first round, but then um, potentially maybe in the next round they could get knocked out. Um, so I guess the ceiling is they make it two more rounds. Um, their base is where they're at right now. I don't think they go below six. I think they, they stay there. Also, I agree. as you noticed, but Harden has been um, – He's been cutting weight during this whole pandemic. So he's actually more in shape. He's cut uh, – he shred a lot of fat. I don't know how that transitions to him playing defense or anything, but maybe he's got more stamina. He might be able to uh, step up a little bit. But it's been definitely interesting to see that. I think that was like two weeks ago they showed that. Doubtful that he steps up. That's more based on effort than weight. Um, uh, no, I, I agree have... with you, but I'm assuming, like, I don't know, maybe he's a little quicker on his feet. Maybe he'll actually try to give more effort, but – it's to get his legs up for further threes, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Fade away further from the corner off one leg. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I agree with both JK and Pritesh. I think whether they stay at the sixth seed or perhaps if they get to the five seed, I think they win the first round matchup. 
whether they beat the Nuggets or the Jazz, I think they can do both. Um, I think they're going to be not necessarily a surprise because they have star athletes on their team. But based on seeding, whether they're the six or the five, they'll be an upset. But I think they'll do it either way. Um, their next matchup in the second round, I think, is their ceiling. I don't, I don't see them coming out of their second round matchups. But I do see them coming out of their first round matchups. I, okay, I have a question for you guys. Do you think they got better or worse trading away Clint Capella but getting Russell Westbrook? Go ahead, somebody start. Hold on, say that again. Do you think they got better or worse? Do you think this team going into the playoffs is better than last year's team, pretty much? Russell I think they got worse. Okay. Clint Capella, yo, like he was just he was nasty, I think, last year, if I'm remembering yes. correctly. I think he just came alive and he was he was doing everything. He was he was actually scoring offensively, playing defensively. Like he he was one of the probably best two way players on that team during the playoffs. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, look, this is how I see it. If you play, if you play Denver in the first in the first round, right? That's who I'm basing on. If they play Utah Jazz, even then I have my questions. But if you're playing the Nuggets, right? Who is gonna grab rebounds on this team? Who? Russell Westbrook can't grab every rebound on freaking uh, what's his name, Jokic. That can't happen. Like their their center yeah. right now is Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler is like 87 years old. I, I think like, yeah, you're, they need those other pieces. Like, whether you have Westbrook and Harden or just Harden or just Westbrook, that offense is still going to flow at the same pace, take up the same amount of shots, whether it's one guy or the other. But if you got Clint Capella on your hands to get those rebounds or to be driving through the lanes for him to feed, um, the second chance points, basically, he's going to provide something that neither of those two guards are going to be able to provide. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, exactly what I'm saying. Like, that's why I just don't see how they get out of the first round. Like, they, you need to grab defensive boards. I mean, you're going to give second chance opportunities up all the time if P.J. Tucker is your freaking center. That, literally, remember when we saw him do the jump ball in the beginning of a game and it's like the seven-footer and it's like P.J. Tucker and you're just like, the fuck is happening right now? What is, what is the play here? P.J. Tucker, what, he's like, what, 6'5", right? But they also got what they've got Tyson, Tyson Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. And then Hartenstein, whoever, yeah, he's like another six eleven guy. But Tristan Taylor's thirty seven. Come on, like he can't play that many minutes. Like yeah, you got, I mean, your next best are like you got Covington, Jeff Green. They're like six seven. Um, but yeah, you you don't really have anyone else. Yeah, I like Robert Covington. Don't get me wrong. I I didn't. That was a good pickup. But that was a good pickup if you had kept Clinton Capella. But I mean, that's cool. Well, you you got to understand, right? They they know what they're doing. It's not like they're they're like, okay, we don't have that big piece, but they're like, we're playing small ball and we're gonna make it work. We're gonna transition that offense to be really quick paced to make sure whoever we're playing, we we take advantage of them having to step out or do whatever they got to do. So, so if, I mean, if I you just... rebounds, they're like, we're gonna shoot from further, and if you're not gonna come out, we're gonna play law of averages. If I take X amount of shots, this many are gonna have to go in. I think that Mike D'Antoni is one of those coaches that can get you into the playoffs, win maybe a series, but will never win you a championship. He's that kind of Great. coach. I'll like make your team better. They'll make your organization better because he'll outrun not, you. But it's not only the coach. We said this last week. It's the player. Kobe said it. He's like LeBron or sorry, James Harden is the type of player that will get you there, but he's never going to take you all the way. He plays one type of ball, and it can be shut down when you get deep in a playoff run. They're going to know exactly how to stop you. So I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But like the fire of what James Harden's doing, and he's like, "Yeah, it's working. Let's keep doing it." But then when it doesn't work, what are you gonna do? Tell James Harden to drive and then 
start dishing like LeBron, pick up like 10, 12 assists a game. That's not going to happen. Sure. No, you're not wrong. I, I get it. I, I just don't see how Houston makes it out of the first round. Like, I just don't see it. You don't. I think the ball that they do play is what gets them out of the first round. Like, I think that the matchups aren't terrible. Like, again, if they play the Jazz with Bogdanovich out, I think they can just keep – they're going to try to go offensively heavy, quick pace, try to get up more shots. They'll be able to probably overcome them. Honestly, I think the Jazz is the best route for them. The Jazz win maybe one, two games. But then that next round, like we're saying, when they get to that next round, they're going to know how to play and how to stop that type of ball, and they're not going to – they're not. it's not going to work for them. Okay, I guess. I, I just don't know how Denver starts playing poorly to lose that. But as, spot. like, I mean, I'm just That's saying, as much as we're shitting on, like, them not doing well, they have the pieces to play well, too. They're not matched up physically in size to compete, but skill-wise and what Russell Westbrook, how he gets to the mid-range jump shot all the time. He could pull from three. He goes coast-to-coast coast so quick. You got your bigs, and if James Harden turns and throws it to him, he's going to outrun, like, four out of the five players. I can't wait till Russell Westbrook jacks up a three at, the, at late in the game and James Harden's going to be like, the fuck are you doing, man? Like, this is my team. We treat it for you. But that's what uh, they do, right? They're going to live and die by those shots. And more often than not, James Harden is making those shots. As much as we shit on him, he, those step backs are just become his consistent game now. So Yeah. No, that's you can fine. expect at least 25, 30 points out of him on any given night. Like, he's, he, he's just, like Arash said, like, I don't know how he does it. He's kind of like slow, like a Paul Pierce, but he always scores. He's become a prolific scorer, whether it's the drive, the step back, whatever. He's the second best point guard in the game today. Who, Russell Westbrook? James Harden, dog. Uh, but James Harden doesn't play point. With one Kyrie. Oh, sorry. Be- second best shooting guard in the game. Sorry. Second best who's shooting the, guard. Well, he's, shooting he's, guard? He's basically, you could concern him a point guard at this point as much as he handles the ball. But, he used yeah. to play, but no, my fault. He's the be- second best shooting guard in the game today. Who's one? James who's Harden. One? Who do you think won it? It's obvious if you follow basketball. Who? I don't know. You think Kyrie's the best point guard? I, I, I have no idea who you're going to say right Kyrie now. Kyrie is the best point guard. Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, okay. Anyways. Second best shooting guard or first best shooting guard today? Yes. Go ahead. Healthy? Healthy. Healthy? Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, yeah. NBA oh, final God. champion. Thank God. I, I was like, don't what get is it twisted. Is he, it's Josh Hart. That's who it is. Bradley Beal. I got a soft spot for Josh Hart. Bradley Beal's a good score. Bradley Beal. Low-key, on the Lakers in a few years, will be a great piece for the he Lakers. Won't be there. Get the fuck he will out of generate here. offense, which is exactly what they'll need with an aging LeBron and the tired Anthony Davis. Uh, it's going to be Devin Booker in the Lakers. I'll take that too, man. I'll take any of it. Um, They're all coming to Wizards, all right? Screw you guys. Kelly Oubre is going to the Lakers. Watch it. I'm, I'm telling you right now. He, listen, I'm going to say this before we move on, but Kelly Oubre looks like he needs to be in L.A. That's all I'm going to say. He looks like he needs to be in L.A. Kelly We're just Oubre. basing that off of Kyle Kuzma, bro. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Kuzma's bald, not freaking blonde ass hair, looking like what the hell, man? Kuzma's, Kuzma's he needs to dye his hair. He needs to dye his hair. That's, a, that's hair. a different episode. All right, five seed. We're talking about the Utah Jazz. No, it's the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder. Oh yeah, Chris Paul with the surprise. I mean, it's crazy how Chris Paul is like not a good point guard in your mind, but he's in the West and he's a five seed. And Kyrie in the East is a six seed. But, like, I don't understand how that works. It's a team game. It's a team game. No, it's not. They've forgotten point guard 
that is past his prime. I wouldn't say he's not a good point guard, but uh, he's just past his prime, and people slept on him, didn't think he, he would do anything. And he came out, he's like, yo, I'm uh, where my heart must leave and show you guys I can still do it. Trade me here. He has he played surprisingly well. You know he has who played I, surprisingly well. God, I just – I really like Steven Adams. He's mm-hmm. like – Steven Adams, Adams is gold. I, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame in my book. Like, I, I love, love Steven Adams. I love his look. I just want that That's look. why he deserves the Hall of Fame because of his it's look. Okay, I, I will tell look. you, Steven Adams is a very quiet player that doesn't get much recognition, but I take him, like, in fantasy basketball every year because the guy puts up points, rebounds, and he's very sneaky on assists too. Like, he does yep. it all. But he's not flashy – He's not in the news a lot. He doesn't get all those post-game conferences, uh, but he's he does everything right yep. most most all the time. The biggest issue for him is if he's injured. That's it. Yep. Agreed. Wait, you play fantasy basketball? Through work. <laughs> I played. Dude, on I that tried one. that one time. It's super hard. It's, there's a game every freaking day. Yeah, but now they've made it easy where you can auto set your lineup for the whole week. Okay. Also, um, no, if you want to play fantasy basketball and you don't want to do it every day, just play DraftKings. It's the best. Yeah. You can pick the days you want to play. Steven Adams reminds me of the actor from Aquaman, Jason. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, he reminds me of him all the time. You and everybody else. You and everybody okay. else. That's, no, that's nothing new. Okay. No, that wasn't breaking news. <laughs> Listen, Oklahoma City in my book, first round exit. Oklahoma City, first round exit. <laughs> that's that's their ceiling. I agree. They're gonna be upset, but whoever is the whoever is the four, or I guess yeah, they wouldn't be upset. They're the five seed. They'll play the four seed, but I think they'll get up. I think they'll lose. How many games do you give them? I don't know. I don't. It's hard to judge, right? Like we're coming off of like a three month hiatus. By the time yeah. this season starts up, like even the Lakers and the Clippers, who I'm projecting to go to the Western Conference Finals, who knows how they'll start up? And sure, they're practicing right now. Pictures are coming out of. Um, wherever these like players are, whether it's Orlando or somewhere else right now, they're like working out, but like, it's hard to know when the chemistry of a team, how they're going to be able to all of a sudden um, start playing again. So I, for some reason, I think they'll be sluggish, but Chris, Chris Paul has proved me wrong. I would not have expected to see them anywhere in the top eight seeds of the West. And the fact that they're in the middle, that's huge testament to Chris Paul, to coaching to everything in that organization because they robbed the Houston Rockets of all those assets and they're still ahead of them in the seating. Like, bravo, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I give them like, they'll at home because OKC is just like, oh, they're not playing at home. Damn it. No, I totally no forgot. No one's playing at home. Oh my God. I forgot. Why did I forget that? Oh, then screw it. They're not going to win more than a game and a half. Like, I give them a game. A game and a half, literally. And then they get then the team figures it out. Like, that's so it. you're saying ceiling first round exit. Yeah, that's it. There, there's no matchup where I'd be like, oh, they can win that easily. Like, even if they played the Grizzlies, I'd be like, yo, that's going to be a seven-game series. Tonight. So which one out of the remaining two think that they're going to get out of the first round? Honestly, I, I think for them, it, it, I think for them, for me, personally, it depends on who they match up against. Sure. I, Let, yeah. let's, say, let's say they stay at five, they play four Utah Jazz. Number one, like I, and this is an unpopular opinion. I think Donovan Mitchell is overrated, personally. Like that's just, mm-hmm. I don't. He doesn't scare me like some of these other superstars scare me. And then yeah. you have Rudy Gobert, who's the three-time Defensive Player of the Year, getting old, this and that. So, I'm more scared of Rudy Gobert shutting down players than Donovan Mitchell doing anything. 
Mm-hmm. Personally, I think if they play Utah, they can escape first round. If they play like the Nuggets, no way. Right? So it, it all just depends on where the seeding ends up. You know, if they fall further down from five and they're playing like the Nuggets, the Clips, or the Lakes, hell no. If they play the Utah Jazz or they play the Mavericks or they play the Rockets, possible. I see that. That's fair. Okay. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see them making it out of first round, but I think the scapegoat for any of these couple teams is to play the Utah Jazz. Again, same thing I said before, Bogdanovich is out. It's all on Mitchell. But if they're, if they're trying to steal it in the first round, I think that's the best-case scenario. They play the Jazz. Um, and, I mean, they've got what? They've got CP3. Shia Alexander's been killing it. Um, they got Schroeder. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, they might have the pieces um, with Steven Adams, Nerlens Noel. They might have the pieces to make that run against the Jazz, but I think any of the other teams will just destroy them. Damn, Nerlens Noel is still in the league? Yeah, man. I and forgot about I him, mean, he's, man. he's carved out, like, a backup center role. Like, he's right. carved out a good backup center role now. Jeez, like, like, just not, which is what you're looking at right now, right? Like, when someone comes out, who's going to come in and try to keep that pace going? And I think they've got the pieces to keep you know, things rolling, but again, if they, they have to play like the Jazz or someone like that. Um, They're not going to beat the Jazz. The Jazz are good. I don't, again, I'm saying, I don't think without Bogdanovich, I don't think they will be able to sustain it. Dude, they got Mike Conley. They got the former Laker, Jordan Clarkson, Moutier. Like, they're a good team. They're more than just Donovan Mitchell and Gobert. He's so inconsistent after he left the Lakers, though. Like, that guy shows up or he doesn't show up. Like, I don't don't – Yeah, he's definitely a uh, second-string bench player coming off. But he'll give you those points. He'll give you that defensive presence, too. My my issue, though, is I would – if Mike Conley and this team just haven't gelled the way that I was hoping they would. That's what it was. Because when they signed Mike Conley, I was like, this is perfect – fit for them right like this is right like this is a piece that should bring them forward but it's just a piece that kept them in the same place which is shocking to me because Mike Conley's Mike Conley's a really underrated point guard he's played really well his whole career and this was going to be his opportunity to actually play with two quote-unquote superstars whether you think of Donovan Mitchell's another discussion but like right Donovan Mitchell's still at least a top 20 player in the league right top 20 so yeah so I, I it just it didn't work out that's why I understand why you guys may say OKC can beat them, but I, I mean, I think what's his name? Uh, Rudy Gobert is pretty good, man. He's he, he shut down a league. I'm just saying, he yeah, just I'm with down. you. I'm, I'm saying Oklahoma City will get knocked out first round. No, I'm saying he shut down a league, like he didn't just shut down a, like one player, he shut down all the players. If it wasn't <laughs> him, maybe somebody else. <laughs> I mean, that's great. I, I just thought this is where we were and how we came back. I just wanted to bring the whole league full circle. Um, All right. So we differ then on this one. Some people think they can go further than others. Well, this brings us right into the Utah Jazz, right? And I, I guess we kind of just talked about it, but I, I mean, I think they make it out of the first round. I think they're a well-coached, solid team without, like, with, with experience, with playoff experience coming into this versus OKC just, they haven't had that playoff experience together, right? And I think that continuity helps, especially mm-hmm. when you come off of this huge break. Mm-hmm. JK wanted to say something, go for it. Well, I mean, when you say, like, OKC doesn't have the playoff experience, I think that's kind of bull. No, I said together. 
Oh, together, yeah, that's fine. But I, I, like, no, I, I understand. They have the experience. It's just the continuity they're going to bring in together, right? That they've had years together going to the playoffs, which is this is a revamped team now. Russell Westbrook is a different player than CP3, right? That's yeah. why I think this is – I think that's just the difference in the situation. But, see, I, I think if you look at OKC, and I'm sorry to keep bringing them up, Russell Westbrook, it was a player that needs the ball. He needs to kind of like be the best player on his team. And that's why I feel like the Rockets are going to fail with him because you have two of those types of players on the same team, right? You have two alphas, whereas CP3 is the type of player that's like, all right, well, let me, let me distribute the ball. Let me make sure everyone's in scoring position. Let me score myself. He's an all around player. Whereas, Russell is still an all-around player, but he is more of like, let me score first, pass second. Do you, I mean, like, look at Steven Adams. He's beating all of his career averages right now playing with CP3. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, and that's just one player that I just happen to look at. Like, so. Honestly, you know, that's, you know what? You convinced me. It's going to be a seven-game series, and I don't know who's going to win. If it's a Utah Jazz and OKC, you've convinced me it's seven, and I don't know what I'm talking about. That's what you've done. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. you, you're bailing on CP3, who has elevated his team, right? Like, you can't just forget the fact that they were not supposed to be here. Everyone mm-hmm. was expecting them to just fail. And <laughs> they're the five seed. You know, they're, they've done much better than what they were supposed to say. And that's why I think, like, Utah has a realistic shot to lose to the Thunder. They for sure do. I think from four, anyone from four and below, it's a toss-up. Whether or not, like, if they play each other, it's a toss-up on who's going to win that series. You know, the Nuggets, the the Clips, and the Lakers, I think, personally, they all realistically have – they're going to win. They're all three of those seeds are going to win. The Jazz and Thunder – Toss up the Jazz and Rockets toss up Jazz and Mavericks toss up Memphis and Pelicans Blazers who knows but like I'm just saying like I don't trust the Jazz to go to the second round. That's fair. The Jazz are not only going to go to the second round; they're going to take the Lakers to six or seven games in the second round. That team has a roster that complements the matchup with the Lakers. I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to come out swinging. Um, And I don't think they'll have as hard of a time against Oklahoma City as JK is saying. But I do agree that I'm probably overlooking the uh, Oklahoma City because I was not expecting them to be anywhere where they are today. So I should be learning from my own mistake and affording them more credit than I am because Chris Paul has proven me wrong. But for some reason, I see Jazz getting through and I see them playing really well against the Lakers in the second round. Pete, what about you? Um, uh, there's a little combo of what JK said where uh, that four through six, we don't know how it's going to shake up. Uh, earlier I said, I think if it comes down to the Rockets, I think the Rockets play them, they beat them. Uh, I think they, the stretch ceiling for them is that they still – they steal the first round against maybe OKC going to like six, seven games. They, they get out of it, but then they get destroyed in the second round. I think opposite of what you think. Uh, again, I, I keep saying it, but I, they don't have McDonavich, who's their second leading scorer. He drops 20 points a game. I mean, that's pretty significant for a team like that. After Donovan Mitchell, 24, then you've got 
sure, you have Jordan Clarkson that's 15, and then you've got Mike Conley who's about 13. But those guys, again, aren't every night giving consistent scorers of that. I don't – and especially after this break, I can't, I can't see it. But you've got Moody A, you've got Jeff Green, but all these guys scoring six, seven points a game. They're just pieces, right? They're like, all right, if you don't have your top two, three guys there – going down to the stretch of a playoff game, you need those 20 points. Even if the guy's injured, you get 10. You need those 10 to 20 points to make that push. So they play OKC, maybe they can steal it. I think Rockets destroy them. And if they make it to that next round, they're absolutely going to get killed. I don't think they'll make it as far as you think, Rosh. I think it all comes down to Michael, Con- Michael-, Michael Conley Jr., how well he plays in the playoffs. Because last time that he was in the playoffs with Memphis – he had an average season, but came alive in the playoffs. So, I, it just comes down to him. Really, it comes down to him. Can he just pick up, like, where, how he was playing last year? I think it just it all comes down to that at this point. Because I think he's, like, that little missing link of, like, what, what, what is he on this team? Because he didn't break out the season, so I don't know. I, Mike I don't know. Conley makes more money than, he's, than his talent dictates. Um, and, like, that, that's mm. good for him. No, he had a – I forget what year it was, but, like, it just aligned perfectly where um, there was more money available for players to get re-signed and he got like a max contract and like he didn't even, like he got traded a couple years after, but um, he makes much more money. And I think people confuse that with attributing more talent to him or more I expectations. Wait, when he was in Memphis, they went to the playoffs five straight years. He, he, and he was a big reason for it. So, I mean, that's worth the money at that but point. Do you know how much money he makes? He made, he got the max, right? He got the max on because. Okay, but do you remember I, I, how I gotta, much the max was? Because it was all it was of a thirty sudden, million a year. It was that whole thing where Reggie Jackson was making so much dude, money. Yeah, 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 I would not be paying Mike Conley that much money. I mean, if you were in Memphis at the time and you're going to playoffs every year, Memphis should. They didn't even out. keep him. They traded him like two years after that signing. No, they didn't. They traded. He was a free agent this past year, or he traded this past year. He wasn't there. He was on Memphis. In 2017, He played out that contract? Pretty much all of it. I think he's at the, if he's in it, he's at the very end of it. For some reason, I thought he got traded, like, right in the middle of it, not even, like, anywhere halfway through. Hold on. I, I, I will check for you. Uh, no. I may be mistaken. No, I, no, no. I no. Been, he, he went to Memphis this year. This is his first year outside of Memphis. He, sorry, he went to Utah. On the same contract? He went to Utah. This I don't know his contract. I'm not looking at his contract. I'm just saying that he's played Memphis. He's played for Memphis his whole career until this season. So Correct. I don't know when he but did he get I, traded or did he get picked up as a free agent? I'm looking at the Jazz. Perhaps, perhaps you're right. Maybe he played out that contract, uh, but he didn't do anything with it, right? We, we, we're not talking about Memphis having gone to the Western Conference Finals in any of those years. Well, I mean, this, this is the thing I'll say. Like, he's, he's already playing 29 minutes a game this season, right? Uh, all their top players are playing 33, 34 minutes. So on average, let's say he gets another five, four or five minutes. Is that four or five minutes really going to give what's missing? Is he really going to put up 20 points a game with those four or five minutes? I don't, I don't see that happening. Like, like the rest of it, I think he's been at the right place, right time, getting on some good spots to get some playing time, but he's a little overrated. I would pay more money to Boyan than I would Mike Conley. Like that guy low key doesn't look like a basketball player, but he just performs. Like he puts up points. Uh, he was a huge asset for the Wizards, and they gave him a first-round pick when they traded for him, and they lost him one year later. That was so such it was, a – It was a bad move. Yeah, it was a bad move, and that's why that GM is no longer here in D.C. You know, I just want to say one thing, and then we'll, we can not harp on this, and I know J.K. will feel this. They traded away so many first-round picks for random players who were unwilling to give up two first-round picks 
they're going to get DeMarcus Cousins before all his injuries. Yeah. Why? Anyways. That was a bad move. Mahimi's a bad move. Losing Arizo is a bad move. Anyways, um, I would pay Boyan more money than I would pay Mike Conley, but that's a different I, discussion. I will tell you this. Okay, this is Mike Conley's, the big contract, the five-year, 152. It was five years. He played three of them in Memphis. The last two he's playing in Utah. So, he, yeah, he performed half. Okay, that's what I thought. I, he, he did more than I thought. I thought for some reason it was more like two and three rather than three yeah. and two. And then he but, got um, In addition to that, how do you think, uh, or if it at all plays in the fact that the uh, Rudy Gobert dotted an initial rift uh, as the COVID started picking up? And They the said they're good. They said they were they good. Yeah, they're good. They're I don't good. believe that. I feel like that's just spokesman yeah. people. I feel that's like they're going to come out and they're going to, like, rip the ball away from each other. I mean, I think that now that everything has happened, they were all going to get it anyway. Like, like, yeah. like, like I don't. I think now that it's all happened the way it did, like, more people have had it in America than, like, World War One yeah, people died. When, you know? when Rift news came, right? It was, I mean, it was a little bit in the beginning, but they were still going feuding after the fact where many, many people were getting it. So he was still pissed off of the fact. He just, it's just like he just hates his guts. He's just like, dude, fuck you. And there's like no amends, basically. I guess. I don't know. That would be childish. It reminds me of, like, the Kobe Shaq thing. I'm just laughing because I'm like, yo, these guys are about to go into the playoffs and their heads aren't straight. They're just like, yo, fuck this guy. Sure, it's a job. We'll go out and do it. But you can't go out and play basketball and still have a hatred towards a guy and just be like, yeah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Like, there's that mental psyche. Of, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, if I, to speak to that point, um, if the – if um, OKC plays Utah in the first round, that was the last game. That was the game that canceled the season. So we're yeah. gonna start it. It would technically be starting the playoffs you, the way it ended. Yeah, I'm so you so, think that uh, Donovan Mitchell wants to go to a bubble with Rudy Gobert when they're like they had a meme where they're basically wearing the aura rings to figure out where people are, and then yeah. they're like uh, Donovan Mitchell's gonna be the first one to snitch and be like, "Yo, Rudy Gobert is out of his room, or <laughs> 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 he's off campus." <laughs> I was right, getting a pizza. Let's rush through the three seeds so that we can get to the meat of the conversation with the one and two seeds. Damn, that's disrespectful. But I don't think they're going to do much. I think they're going to stay at three. I think their floor is three, and I think their ceiling is three, unless you guys have another say. But I don't think they're going to get in the top two, and I don't see them falling where they are. What if if the Clippers just keep resting? (laughs) I think they got enough. They're just like, just, Kawhi's like, listen, I need eight more Kawhi's games of naps. Kawhi's like, I was actually very active during this pandemic playing every day. He's like, I need some rest. He's, he's like, yo, I was playing in, like, the Russian league. What are you guys talking about? What were you guys doing? Yeah. I need a break. He's I don't see. A change. Let's be real. <laughs> I don't see the Nuggets moving. Arash, Arash is right about the third seed, right? Sure, I, don't think, yeah. I don't see them moving much. And I think the, the what, we, what like we think would happen is exactly the conversation we just had between the four, five, and three seeds, like the, whichever way they shift and who do we think is actually going to come out of that series, that matchup, I think the Nuggets are more likely to beat like the Jazz, uh, probably beat OKC. But again, we don't know who they're going to play where they end up. But I would, I would say I, I like the Nuggets over the Jazz. And then if they did happen to drop play OKC, it would be interesting. But I don't know. They'll probably – let's say they stay – I don't know, let's say Houston moves up like I was thinking. So OKC drops to six. They stay there. So it would be Nuggets versus OKC. I think they're, they go another round. They can win another round. Um, but then they also end up playing some of these other teams and losing. Um, but I think they can take the first round. I agree. I agree. I, 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 agree. I think their ceiling 
which is a stretch. I do. Bigger. If there's any other team, if it's not going to be an LA LA matchup, Denver is going to be there. If it's not LA LA, that's if there's another team that I would I would put money on getting in there. It would be it would be it would be Denver, and it's because I mean every time they played the Lakers, it was a decent game. It was not like a, it wasn't like just a walk in the park where LeBron just like pooped on everybody. It wasn't like that. They went they went to OT. The Nuggets smashed them, and then the Lakers also beat them by nine points. Lakers won two, they won one or three one or something like that. They won two one. One of them was in overtime. The last time they played, it was in overtime. So, like, I mean, that that means you can keep up with that team. They've been giving them a run for their money. Okay, fair enough. So, like, like, I mean, I don't think they go and beat the Lakers, but if there's any team that can, they're the only team that can play against either of those L.A. teams. They'll lose in the conference finals, but – that's it. Yeah. They can't do a two back-to-back series. That's what I'm trying to say. Backtrack right. a little bit. Go ahead. So the, no. the big thing that we don't know is how is Jokic going to play with his weight loss? Better. He's not going to be sweating out pizzas. Or That's he might he get looks. manhandled down low. Well, yeah, I would exactly. say he's been playing down low ball, right? Like he, I mean, he can play out, but he's been playing a lot of down low ball. And if he's lost all that weight, like, he could have just lost half the weight he lost and, he, you know, get a little thick. But he's just like, yo, it's like he's like a welfare child. Like, he, he didn't eat during the pandemic or, like, I don't know what happened to him. Are there reports on how much he actually weighs? Like, is there a number out? I don't think so. I one, haven't – I actually tried looking for one before I commented on it. I'm wondering well, how skinny like he got. Up, but I thought he lost, like, 60 pounds or something like that. That's a lot. Even Marcus saw. I think there was a picture leaked uh, – this week, that Marcus Saul lost a lot of weight too, but sixty pounds is a lot. I don't know if he lost that much, or I hope he didn't, because you might be playing the four instead of the five. But I mean, he still has his height, obviously. Hey, you don't know if he's playing the four. Bull Bull is playing the five. I'm just saying. Bull was listen. Wait. <laughs> that three guy years. will get manhandled down. Wait, low. wait three Very years. High. Wait three years for Bull Bull. If he can, if they can get him together, he has handles and he can shoot. And he's seven foot like six. Or some ridiculous Dude, I'm, I'm afraid seven, that two. guy. Yeah, there you go. His huh? legs are so skinny. Like I, I worry for him out there. Yeah, because he's he's still like probably like 300 pounds. No, he came in at so Jokic came in at 284. <laughs> so, came in at 284. Yeah. Jokic came in at 284. So I mean, that 50 pounds ain't out of reach the way he looks. Like he he looks like he weighs maybe like 230. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. Two eighty four wouldn't have struck me, but looking at a picture of them. I, look, well, I understand. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, I mean, just to kind of wrap up what I'm saying is, if the weight loss has affected him in a positive manner, where he can still ball and you know, like be quicker, have more stamina, this and that, I can definitely see them going to the second round. I mean, Murray's a beast. In my opinion, mm-hmm. Murray deserves to somewhat be like an all star uh, type player, but. It, it really just depends on uh, Jokic, man. If, if Jokic comes out guns blazing, I I'd give him a second round win. But like overall, like I mean, going based off of what I would know, I'd say win first round, lose second round. But if, if Jokic comes out and he's just killing it, I would say that they have the potential to win that second round matchup. Here's the crazy thing, right? So he his that line before the break was pretty solid 20 points 10 rebounds seven assists a game but that 10 rebounds is crucial right like that's a lot of rebounds second chance points uh, 
Well, I mean, assuming like offensively, he's got like three rebounds, but him being so skinny now, like I feel like people are just going to push him out, box him out. He won't even have any presence down low. So I I feel like you guys are making a big deal about his like weight loss only because he's super skilled. He can ball handle. He has, he has, he's passing like LeBron out there. Like this is probably a much better thing for him. Seven assists a game. Yeah. Yeah. So like this is, I think only going to work in their favor. He's not, I mean, he plays, he played 80 games last year. So it's not like he has an issue like playing games because he's fat, but like, I think this is going to just work out toward him. Remember how skinny LeBron got? And everyone's like, oh, well, how's he going to – how's this going to work? LeBron doesn't play the five. LeBron plays one to four. Here's the thing. LeBron got skinny, but he also got jacked. Like, Joe doesn't look jacked. We don't know. He's wearing a jacket. LeBron to jacket. Just stop. There's not a comparison there. LeBron skinny is still nowhere close to what this guy does. Do you remember the finals, the 2007 finals, when the Lakers were playing the Celtics and Pau Gasol was getting bodied by Kevin Garnett just from a physicality standpoint. And that was because, one, Pau Gasol didn't play that style before then, and two, because of his size. When they met again in 2010, am I getting my years right, 2010? Yes. In the year between, they played the Celtics and the year they played him again, Pau Gasol not only bulked up, he played against Dwight Howard in the finals in between. And that gave him the experience for that when he finally went back and played um, Kevin Garnett again, he was able to, right? From a physicality standpoint, from a mentality standpoint. Yeah. Um, hopefully doesn't run into that issue. But if you lose your weight, you almost lose that leverage that you have to play that style of basketball. He's going to have um, the style that he plays. Like what he used to do, he would, he would be in the post. He just turned his head. He'd use his body. He's so much yeah. bigger. He'd just push 284 is huge. I yeah. think he has a skill set to transition his game, but he's going to have to transition. He hasn't been playing. So most people, they actively are losing weight as they're playing in transition in the game. This guy hasn't played, and he lost all this weight, so it's like a total 180 coming in. And you're assuming yeah. what he's going to do. I, don't, I think it's – I don't know. I don't think We're so. also assuming he lost 60 pounds per your mathematics. Yeah, so. I don't think he lost 60. Sixty's a lot. I'm saying he, uh, he's probably he's had to have lost at least thirty pounds. At least if he lost thirty pounds, or him thirty and Anthony, is half of sixty. Him and, like him and Anthony Davis are the same weight time. so it's not like he was so fat then that now he's a normal NBA player. Yeah, but he's I don't just, know about sixty. Like sixty pounds is like a eighth grader. Yo, like that's 60, a lot. Yo, sixty lose sixty pounds. That's a stretch. I think I think top end he's probably lost like thirty five pounds or something like that. 16 pounds as an eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of weight to lose. <laughs> Bro, I was way more than 60 pounds in the eighth grade. And we lost, and we lost JK as soon as I was about to call him out. Because JK said that uh, he could see the Nuggets winning in the second round. And that means they're going to beat the Clippers. That's not happening. Um, but damn, JK's about to miss the best part of the conversation. Now we're talking about the top two seeds. Um, I just, I just want to say one thing. I, I will bet money that they will easily make it out of the first round. Like, they'll make it out of the first round within six games. I, I can tell you. Five games. They'll make it out of the first round five games. If anyone uh, wants to No? Okay, cool. You keep going. <laughs> no, wait. I, I could. JK's saying he got kicked out. I got kicked out? What? Because we knew he was going to bring that nonsense, so we, like, kicked <laughs> him out. <laughs> to That's get what happens to... when you say the Nuggets are going to win the second round against the Clippers. <laughs> hey, right, I'd say I... that, too, though. <laughs> I propose we talk about the one and two seeds simultaneously because they're almost right. interchangeable. And obviously, for one of them have to have a ceiling, that means the other one can't have that same ceiling. Um, so 
Gogia go first, Pritesh go second, I'll go third. Tell me, are, is the Lakers going to stay the one seed or not? That's what I want you to tell me first. Two, do they meet in the conference, uh, Western Conference Finals? And then three, who wins? Those are the three things I want you to tell me in that order. Okay, one, the Lakers stay the number one seed. They're five games ahead. I don't, I just don't see it. Like just number standpoint, I don't, even if the Lakers, even if the Clippers go eight and oh, I don't think the Lakers drop three. I think they okay. want to come out and make a splash from the beginning. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be the strategy. Um, okay. What was the next question? Sorry. <laughs> Do they meet in the Western Conference? Yeah, I mean, like, it's going to be hard to actually see Denver go that far. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only challenger I see. Because that's would... who the Clippers would have to play if they say it too. Yeah, and I don't see it unless someone gets hurt. Okay. Unless okay. If someone gets hurt – then the, the Nuggets have become, like, and they stay healthy, they have become, like, a viable contender at that point. But I don't Even see it. Even if the Clippers get hurt, they have a whole other NBA team. I was, talking, I, was talking about the, I was talking about the Lakers more so than the, than the Clippers. They need, the Clippers need, like, four guys to get hurt, and then they can still sweep them. They're, they're, they have three full rosters. Dude, you're, you're right. Okay. But, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I think they're gonna they're they're gonna meet each other in the playoffs. All uh, right, the, now, final hmm. final countdown. What do you think is the outcome? I'm gonna hurt your guys' feelings a little bit. I think the Clippers do it. I just I want LeBron to win so I can tell J.K. that like LeBron is actually good. Like, don't get me wrong, but the Clippers' depth is what you need in the playoffs, especially this late in the playoffs. Like, I don't know. I just don't see a way that in seven games that the Clippers won't – I feel like one game is going to be like the Clippers are just going to like shut down the Lakers. I really think it's going to happen. Because LeBron will have one of those bad games, I feel like, and the whole world will look like it's like behind me, on fire, right? That's I'm, how I'm I feel. Trying to, I, I hear you. I'm going to get to my point later. Let me hear a pre-touches yeah, first. My lips still just waiting for you to finish your fire. No, he, he said his. So he, he's got – He's got them staying at the two seed, but winning the Western Conference. I'm going to say this. Like, I think it's going to be seven games. I think it's going to absolutely be seven games. If I was going to put money on it, that's what I would think. I wouldn't be shocked if the Lakers won. There's no shock in this. LeBron is still LeBron, right? LeBron could right now, all he's been doing this whole time is just, like, putting up jumpers and, like, running, like, six miles and just putting up jumpers, which he's probably doing. I'm just scared of that depth. That depth on that team is just mm-hmm. – it's incredible how they set that team up. Like, I don't know. Agreed. All right, Pete. Maybe if your background wasn't burning, you wouldn't be hearing a buzzing <laughs> Wait, you think this is a virtual background? This is my apartment. I'm just committed to the game right now. All right, let's go. All right, first question. Lakers stay exactly where they are at top seed five games ahead. Even the next eight games, they're not going to fall at all. Clippers – they're too good. They'll stay. They'll lock in the second seed as well. Both teams, are, I don't think, are going to struggle. They will maybe drop a game here or there in their series matchups, but they're going to meet in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Guaranteed they'll be there. I don't think either team has got any, uh, any contenders that can maybe take them one game, two games in the playoff series. Uh, so I think they coast there. Now when they get there, Boy, the Lakers are going to take them. The Lakers are going to take the Clippers. It's not going to be an easy matchup at all, by all means. 
I, I can see it going to game seven. They're going to they're gonna drag it out. They're going to show me and Arash a good bet matchup. We're going to be talking trash. But um, just seeing the way uh, before the break, the way that LeBron and the teams were bringing that momentum is going to be the X factor, right? Like, I love right before the break, um, they played the Bucks, they played the Clippers, um, you know, they're playing Pelicans, whatever. But all that hype, all that question, LeBron and the Lakers were taking care of it coming out. LeBron looked like he was going to be the MVP. And um, I know that the Clippers have the bench step. They got all that. But with all this rest, man, you just got to hope there's no injuries. And these guys, got to they're going to have to play all the full minutes that they have to. But they're rested and they're ready to go for that. They, they haven't played in three months. The goal now is you're going to play every minute possible. When you need a break, we'll give you a break. But we need the Lakers to pick up some of these free agents if possible, like – whether it's uh, Boogie or I think Powell was on the block. Um, there, there are a handful of them. Or um, I think it was Jamal Crawford. Some of these guys, um, they, need one, they need one of those pickups uh, to give them that extra, like J.R. Smith, somebody just to shoot, someone to come off the bench, someone to give them something else. But um, I don't know if you guys have heard that there are rumors and some NBA players like J.J. Redick have been confirming that they've heard rumors that the Lakers – uh, the LeBron's been working out at a secret facility that's uh, basically built like the Staples Center. So he's been working out during this whole break. So I'm expecting him to come in full force, ready to roll. And dude, he's going to take it. He's going to get to the Western Conference Finals easily. And then they're going to outdo the Clippers in maybe six, but seven. Damn. Oh. Interesting. Okay. So JK's the tiebreaker. JK, these are the three questions you have to answer. They both answered them just now. Um, do the Lakers stay the one seed and do the Clippers stay the two seed? That's your first. <laughs> He's uh, like, yeah, wait, 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 too many questions. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Or actually, you just got to go. You just got to yeah, tell right. us how you feel. I'll go real quick. I think the seeding stays the same, but if the regular season was going to be played out the way it was supposed to, I actually think the Clippers would have uh, overcame the uh, Lakers for the one seed. But there's not enough games for that to happen now. Um, Lakers have to go through possibly Zion in the first round. And then, like I mentioned earlier, they're going to have to go through the Jazz, the four seed, um, which is going to be a tough second round matchup. So they're going to come out possibly injured, tired, um, but they're going to be battle tested by the time they get to the Clippers, which you want to be well rested, not battle rested or battle tested. Um, That's one thing that hurts the Lakers, but they do make it to the Western Conference Finals. They do play the Clippers and the depth of the Clippers is substantial dude um everyone keeps forgetting the main piece that i think right obviously we know Kawhi, we know pg we know lou williams the former sixth man of the year coming off the bench um you got Montrez harrell who they wisely left 10 million dollars of cap to offer him a one-year deal in the offseason to get that piece zubak the former laker backup center another solid piece they just picked up joe quinoa the veteran um solid pickup by them reggie jackson great point guard but the piece that everyone keeps forgetting, that's a huge, that's going to be huge for them. Patrick Beverly, he's going to be a pest, dude. He's going to be a huge asset for them. Don't even worry about points. Don't even worry about rebounds or assists. His impact, his impact on the game is going to be huge. The reason those Indiana Pacer teams with uh, PG was able to compete with LeBron in the uh, heat was because of um, Lance Stevenson, who was constantly – getting in LeBron's face, just bruising him up, making every point difficult. 
Patrick Beverly is going to do the same thing. Um, he's going to be a huge reason why that team goes into the Western Conference Finals to play the Lakers and why they overcome the Lakers. I think they do it in six. I don't even think it takes seven. Um, and I think the Clippers are going to win it all. They're going to win that shift. Wow. I, I, so, so we can so say that we agree on whoever comes out of the West is just going to win it all. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah. Um, it it would we, have, unless like, unless whoever comes out of the West has picked up one of these free agents, I don't see mm -hmm. how they would win. Like, they'd have to go pick up um, Crawford and Boogie, and then I'd be like, okay, now you have like a lot more depth. That's like a lot of scoring you just picked up, but. I don't right. see that happening. I don't see any team having the cap or the roster space to do that at this point. No. And, like, you need you need more than one. Like, I, I mentioned some players on the depth of the Clippers, but they still have Jermichael Green. They still have the better Morris twin in my book. Um, yeah. they, they just have so much depth. And, like, it's going to pay off in this playoff run. And, like, they'll still be rested. But, like, man. Dude, I totally agree with you, Arash. I, I know, like, you – at the end of the day, the Clippers have got the roster. They've got the depth. And in general, always depth is what you need for playoffs because as you're coming down to the stretch of the season, uh, I'm, this is going to be the theory test, right? Hey, if you're well-rested before a playoff series, can you do it without the depth as uh, long as you're healthy and long as you don't get foul trouble? Granted, um, mm -hmm. then can you keep your starting five? You just need a player or two to come in every so often to rotate. Um, but that's never been done before. You never had this type of rest before. Um, and at the end of the day, you always do want to have that bench, but that's going to be the test for the Lakers. Can you, can you play like you're playing like an eight-man roster, basically, eight, nine-man roster, and assume that two guys, three subs are the only guys you're going to, you're going to do it with, and everyone's going to play max minutes, basically, get through it. Right. It's right. not easy at all. It's a, it's, a tall, you know, it's a tall task, but if there's any moment in time for them to do it, this is it, them coming in. No one's played. Everyone's rested. Uh, knock on wood. No injuries. Everyone's healed. You know Best what's going to for them to try, but I was just say, you know, it's going to be a funny matchup to watch. Rajon Rondo and Patrick Beverly. Can you imagine how annoying they'll be to each other? <laughs> I hate both of them, so it's going to be annoying to watch. I've hated Rondo so much since his fucking like 2007, 2008 days with the Celtics. I hate him so much. Dude, it's so funny that you say that because throughout my fandom of the Lakers it seems like at one point or the other a player that I've adamantly hated somehow ends up on the Lakers. the Lakers yeah Matt Barnes Ron Artest yeah, yeah. Uh, I hated Steve Nash he ended up there um you're missing was was it uh Barbosa or Rajon Bell those are the only Bell, yeah exactly uh, Barbosa I didn't hate too much but I hated Bell well, um yeah. I hated LeBron I hated LeBron and um, it just happens. And Rajon Rondo is another current example. The, the, um, the, great, the craziest one is the Ron Artest because the season before when he was on the Rockets, right, in the playoffs, they were like – he basically were – they were like fighting on the court, basically, yeah. every dead ball. And the next one he's like – I mean, if you're crazy enough to fuck with me, just like Matt Barnes, he's like, you can be on my team. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> the greatness of Kobe. Barnes, I mean, not Matt Barnes, but uh, Metal World Peace won us that last one. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a huge man. We wouldn't have been able to do it without him. I know, um, how it would, Pete, I know how Pete feels now when we talk about the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be great for the Lakers to be able to hoist that trophy in honor of Kobe. Um, I would want that more than anything. But it's not going to be easy for them, man. The Clippers are stacked, rested, and ready. 
best case scenario is somehow the Clippers fall before making it to the Eastern Conference fi- or Western Conference Finals, but it that would be blessed. Anyway. Yeah, I don't see that. that would happening, be that would be an amazing gift. <laughs> yeah, I'll, some some like the pure like um, the pure competitors always say, no, if I'm gonna win it all, I want to beat the best. Go the best, yeah. And I'm the opposite. <laughs> let the, let them let the best lose and let it be easy you know for me. I'll happens, take it. Like, if if the if the Clippers don't make it and the Lakers win, they're gonna say, nope, LeBron's still got an asterisk. He didn't play the best team. He had an easy route there. They play the Clippers, make it past that. Then they'll be like, all right, maybe he did stamp his legacy of playing the best team against all odds and winning. I'm gonna have so much fun in these playoffs. I don't hate any team going into it. So I'm just gonna watch as a fan at this point. I love it. If if they happen. Yeah, I, I was like, at this point, Florida's blowing up, man. They're yeah. like, they're on the, the bubbles on the bubble of maybe even going or happening. Yeah. I'm not necessarily convinced this season's going to finish. Um, I think they'll give it a try. They'll start it. But I don't know if it's going to go all the way to the end, which is a shame because this Laker team's only going to get a little bit older and they need to play right now. Right now is the best case scenario with all the, the Clippers are younger. Yeah, the Clippers will make another run at this and the Lakers will have a more difficult time each year further down the road. And they don't even have Anthony Davis locked up. Um, That's true. But that there was reports that he could go to Chicago. In Chicago. He's from Chicago, I think. That's why. That's I don't give a damn. He's from LA now. Yeah. Nah, I don't know that. You're that's not, how that works. Yellow, man. You're locked in for life until you retire. Yeah. Then you wear that. That happened like, like twice. That <laughs> um, happens like twice. So you have to retire or you win a ship, then you can do whatever you want. That's fair. Oh, man. I'm just looking at the depth of the Lakers and like, I, and then I looked at the depth of the, of the, um, Clippers and I'm like, can you like who's their backup point guard for for the Lakers? Uh, Avery Bradley plays a little bit of point guard and I like Avery Bradley. I think he was actually a huge pickup for the um, book. Um, Caruso comes in from time to time, but um, yeah, because I, mean, I was just looking at like it's like Patrick Peter, uh, not Patrick Peterson, uh, Patrick Beverly, um, Lou Williams, and then like Reggie Jackson. That's still like. Jackson was starting like two years ago. Dude, that's solid, man. Yeah, the Lakers are all old too. Like, I like the Danny Green pickup. He had a great year last year, sure. But the dude's 32 years old. Um, KCP has just been milking these one-year contracts with the Lakers. Yep. 20 million, right. 20 million, 20 million. Um, he's just raking it up. But yeah, the Lakers don't have much depth. Like, I, I think it's... Uh, Rondo, 33. Avery Bradley's at 28. Like, they're not young at all, and they're not all stars either, so they're not playing the peak of their basketball game. Dudley was another player that I hated adamantly when he was on the Suns, and somehow now he's a Laker. It's so confusing. Um, I wanted to say one thing. Uh, yeah. It's very random. It has nothing to do with basketball at all. But when you look up the Lakers roster and you look at KCP's, like, Picture, it's his mugshot. It's like the first picture. That's awesome. 
Dude, someone oh, needs to do the math. Right, because he could he had the travel ban. He couldn't because of his case or something. Yeah. That he couldn't that was... travel to away games. He could only play home games. That's so... someone, someone needs to do the math one day on how much career earnings KCP has had because he has milked the Los Angeles Lakers this last four or five years. Um, can, you have to do math. You could just Google it. Tell it to me, man, because he's making a killing. And, like, he's a fine player, but he averages, like, 10 points a game. But for the money that he's paying him, I was giving shit for Mike Conley making that $150 million contract extension. Um, KCP has done just as bad. The one thing I will say, and this is going to be a stretch, all right, the Lakers, what they need is Alex Caruso has to be that X factor in the sense of how LeBron had, like, you know, like that one finals he had, Delvadova, which was a nobody kind of flashy player, but came in and just dropped, like, 25, 30, 25, or, like, a Fred Van Vliet, right? No one really knew who the fuck he was to the playoffs, and then he came in just killing it. And Caruso can – but he hasn't done it consistently, but he is, he's a, I mean, he's a smart player. He's got the hops, so he can definitely dunk it and finish. He can pla- uh, pass the ball, but can he be consistent and bring that extra energy of what we need him to do? He's, he's, he's capable of it, but I mean, big shoes to fill that we need from him, but that, that, that is a big X factor. Yeah, he's shown flashes, and he's been a surprise player out of Texas A&M, but he doesn't fit the style of previous players that have benefited by playing from LeBron, right? Like, yeah, like you said, he's an athletic player. He can drive and dunk. Um, the players that have succeeded and helped LeBron, like Mike Miller, Adela Dova, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, the spot-up shooters and players. Yeah, because LeBron's the one who's athletic and driving in, and he dishes it out to a Ray Allen. That's what he needs. Caruso, I don't know if he's that great of a three-point shot, but the reason we know him well, is because of his athletic ability. Eight more so off the bench like when when we need him to like when he comes in he, we need him to score we need him to put up those points we need him sure to, yeah hopefully he can fill that role only... the people that we do want like a jr smith um or uh honestly like lance stevens is still out there um jamal crawford these guys are the spot-up shooters can create their own shots those are the guys I, w- I would take jamal crawford in a heartbeat for some reason yeah. he's, not, he's not choosing to play it's not that no teams want him only Laker fans can make Caruso like this legend that, that like, ah. I just, I just think it's hilarious. Only Lakers fans can do that. He has to become a legend. I didn't say he's a legend. No, like, I don't mean legend, like, uh, legend, like, amazing. I'm like, a legend, like, you know, like a story legend, like a, like a, like Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> what if German exists? <laughs> Man, every life matters. And right now, Alex Caruso life matters in this playoffs. We definitely but, need him to do something. Um, I just want to say that um, KCP has made $37.8 million off the Lakers in three years. In three years. That's impressive. Almost $40 million in three years. leave the damn state to go play a game. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's a point a million. Like he's only every, been a Laker for three years? Yeah, he was 2017, 2018, 2019, which is this season. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's, what, seven seasons? He's played seven seasons, so. Yeah, he was, a lot longer. Yeah, he um, – he was on Pistons for him. Casey, he's only 26, Arash. Uh, yeah, I know he's not old. 26, 27. Yeah, I know he wasn't. I know he's not old, but he's he's felt like he's been on the Lakers since Kobe was still here. I know he hasn't, but um, I I thought it was more than three years. The Lakers first signed KCP that one off season where they couldn't get anybody. Yeah. And, like, they were right. literally trying to sign anybody. And, like, literally KCP was the only one left, and they were like, okay, $20 million. 
Yeah, they threw like it was somewhere that like 13, 15 million at him, and we're like, what are they doing? They're just dumping 17. money. 17.7. Yeah. 17.7. Yeah, and we're like, who the Damn. fuck is KCP for 17 million? Right, and then they signed like Luol Deng and Mozgov, and it's just like, no. They did nothing. They did nothing. Mozgov was coming off a solid year, and he did nothing. They literally had to give up D'Angelo just to part ways with Mozgov's contract. Um, and then the, finally, like, they eventually played out Luol Deng's contract because he was smart enough not to get, let them off the hook. Um, <laughs> Lakers, man. Like, it took so long to get all that stupid money off the books. Lake, LeBron did that. LeBron came in and was like, listen, you got to get these fools out of here if I'm going to be playing here for a while. We need to re-sign Anthony Davis. Like, it's huge. Like, oh, I don't, I'm, I'll, I'm okay with what we gave up for him, but it would suck if we couldn't re-sign him. If they I, – I assume that they should make it to the Yo, conference. I'm but sorry. The finals, I assume that he would want to resign because that's the best-case scenario playing with LeBron and them. Gogi is freaking out. What happened? I think this is hilarious. Um, so, how much do you think they're paying Luau Dang this season? They're still paying him? I thought uh, he was off they, the books. Ridiculous shit like eight, nine million? Oh, it's more. $14.3 million this year. Five next year, five the year after, and five in 21 22. <laughs> Jesus. Good job, Luau Dang. Yeah, you, you can't be mad at that. Luau Dang no. just took that. That oh, guy knows how to he, do business. He learned from KCP and took it to another level. How yeah. much money do you think he's made in his career? Luol Deng? Yeah. He's made a lot because Miami paid him good money too, right? Um, yeah, yeah, not as much as the Lakers paid him. Jeez, Lakers. What? At like 80, 90? What was Luol Deng's contract with the Lakers? It was like four yeah, years, 72? It was like four years, 72 or 56 or something um, like that. It was so bad. I remember. It was I, I so can't. Bad. Uh, hold on. It was four years, fifty-four million. Uh, thank God it wasn't seventy-two. Um, the, yeah, I don't. I don't know. But he made one hundred fifty-six million dollars in his career, and that's before the next ten million he's owed. Oh my bad, guys. He, they paid the Lakers paid him last year fourteen million. He paid them. They paid them five million this year. My bad. My bad. I write that wrong. Oh, we're still paying him. You're not yeah. wrong in the fact that we have to pay him that much. We're just Two one more year years. further on. Okay. Two more years of $5 million checks going coming in from Los Angeles. Yeah, like before. So, yeah, on Cleveland, he made a 14, he made 14 mil in 2013-2014. Then he did two years with the Heat. He made another $20 million. Yeah. Then the Lakers I, started paying him the 18, 17, the 15, and then – This is what's wild. This is what's wild. He, he played nine years with the Bulls and made $64 million. Played four seasons with the Lakers. I made $54 million. No, dude, this guy just, he made his money. They're paying him not to be on the team right now. Showtime. It's called Showtime, baby. It's called Dumb Time. <laughs> All right, this is fun. This is fun. Hopefully we get sports soon. I guess we're going to talk about I need about to uh, negotiate my contracts with you like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'll give you $1 for every year. I'm about to hire Luau Dang's agent to represent <laughs> me. Um, it is Herb, Rudy, and other people. Some okay. independents. So, all right. Well, it's fun. We'll probably go back to the NFL next week because, I mean, until basketball starts, what else are we going to do, right? There's so much I'm NFL good. still happening. There will be something about the NBA and being shut down or something. Who knows? And well, then, Dak, Pre Dak Prescott signed his franchise tag today. He did. Yeah. And then Jamal Adams trades, rumors coming up. We'll talk about it next week.
Yeah, that sounds good. Sneak All right, y'all. Go ahead. What were you saying? I said that's a sneak peek for next All week. Sneaky peeky. All right, y'all. Peace. Deuces. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. R.I.P. Kobe.